Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report, broadcasting live from NGC Studios here in South Florida. I hope everyone is doing well tonight. I'm doing uh, pretty well, considering the crazy week that the entire, uh, you know, internet has had. But, uh, yeah, and we're back on, uh, the regular setup, so I am very happy about that. Uh, so, contact info as usual. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at some, at SamDeGurn underscore NDC. Hashtag Whitfield Report. Follow me on Gab at Sam Whitfield. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. TheSamWhitfield.com is uh my website and of course you can subscribe to the podcast the audio podcast uh wherever you find your uh podcasts on i know that doesn't make much sense but there are so many uh podcast platforms out there but um you know subscribe wherever you listen i guess and, uh, hello to those in the chat, and yes, uh, Gabe, I do look an awful lot like that podcast guy, bear guy. I wonder whatever happened to that guy, by the way. I, uh, I hear that since he left the Bears, he, uh, he actually became a lot more successful. So, that podcaster was a good guy, wanted to do the right thing, it seemed like. But, uh, you know, Owen didn't like him either. So, uh, anyway, folks, what's going on? Well, obviously you know what's going on if you're tuned into the stream. We're stuck in the middle of the, uh, Vox Adpocalypse here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that's right, and uh, I called this earlier in the week, actually. Uh, maybe not publicly, but when I was in a private Discord, I saw an article that YouTube was going to be changing their policies, and I knew that once that happened, some of my favorite content creators uh, would start getting struck, and sure enough, it, uh, happened. So, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's begin on the verge, uh, shall we? I've been trying to find this article, actually, but I, there, there's so many articles about this, but let's, let's go to where I first, uh, you know, found this. Shall we? Let's do... Let's do some hunting. No, I... No, I don't want to go to The Verge's... YouTube. Okay. Hmm. Alright, uh, well, I'm, 
Well, I'm still trying to find this uh, article, which did I scroll past it? I was looking for this during the uh, the during the uh, preview movie too. I do want to give a I do want to give a quick shout out to uh, Dictator Phil and uh, Alex of Verse uh, News of Versa News Network. Versa News Network is a uh, internet radio show uh, that's actually broadcast from uh, Penn State University. Ironically, it's the only uh, kind of conservative talk talk show on there, and I was on uh, their radio show earlier tonight to talk about the Vox uh, Adpocalypse. So, um... Yeah, they, uh, invited me on. I was on air, uh, right after, uh, Styx, Hex, and Hammer. And, uh, it was a great time to, uh, you know, it was a pretty good show, pretty serious, uh, subject matter, but nonetheless, I really, uh, I really liked being on there. So, big shout out to them. Um, let me just give a shout out to the people in the chat real quick, too. Uh, shout out to Gabe, uh, Redros, Juice Almighty, Harry Henderson, uh, Bayo Bengo, uh, 12 Pack, and, uh, yeah, so far, am I missing anyone? Not currently, uh, but anyway. Thanks for tuning in, and I will keep an eye on your, uh, comments about the show. Okay, here's the, so here's the article that I wanted to, uh, read for you guys. So, this, uh, article came out yesterday. This was on TheVerge.com, and, ironically, The Verge was the first story that I, was the first place I heard about the, uh, Vox Adpocalypse, and yes, I know that they're very liberal, but still, this uh, article is pretty damn interesting, all things considered. So, with that in mind, we shall, uh, we shall begin by reading this, uh, article. Okay. Pull it up on the screen here. Uh, YouTube's new policies are catching educators, journalists, and activists in the crossfire. Uh, YouTube's takedowns aren't taking context into account. Uh, YouTube's new policies designed to tackle more aggressive, designed to more aggressively tackle supremacist content have forced, have, uh, let's see, 
Let's get all the uh, widgets out of the way. I've also had some creators claiming that their videos have been improperly removed or hidden in the process. They argue that YouTube is not distinguishing between actual hate content and videos that document hate groups for educational or journalistic purposes. YouTube announced on Wednesday, and I'll pull this article up here in a sec as well, that it was taking stronger measures to ban videos alleging that a, that a group is superior in order to justify discrimination, segregation, or exclusion based on qualities like age, gender, race, caste, religion, sexual orientation, or ve or veteran status. It was only minutes later that creators began to see channels being removed or videos pulled down, including a channel run by a history teacher, a video uploaded by the Southern Poverty Law Center, good, they deserve it, and independent journalist Ford Fretch Fletcher, or Ford uh, Fisher. Fisher is a YouTube-based reporter who covers politics, activism, and extremism. He shot footage at events like the Unite the Right uh, White Supremacy Rally uh, that occurred in Charlottesville, Virginia 17, as well as gay pride parades. Some of his footage is used by documentarians and educators to study extremism and activist groups around the world. So, I mean, he's basically another big web journalist uh, that's trying to slander the right. But, I mean, it is hilarious that YouTube even is going after him because their algorithm is stupid. Kind of poetic. Uh, the two videos that were taken down by YouTube included unedited footage of noted white supremacist Mike Enoch talking at an event that happened two months before Unite the Right. That footage was used in a documentary blah, 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 exploring nationalism. Okay, so long story short, now the big libs are complaining that they're getting a censor too. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, Jared Holt, an investigative reporter at Right Wing Watch. Uh, not at all a scummy guy at all, I do, some gentlemen. Who covers both the far-right and the alt-right, tells The Verge that YouTube restricted one of his publication's videos focused on Rick, Rick Wilds. I don't care about that. Okay, here's the part that slays me. Uh, going down a little bit. If YouTube really cared about its creator community and wants to foster a healthy community on its site, part of the equation is stepping up and being there for content creators, Holt said. That's something we haven't seen in this round of action taken by YouTube. You know what, Jared? I actually agree with you. I agree with you that YouTube needs to take steps to foster a healthy community. 
And you know what part of that is? Allowing a rigorous debate to occur on its uh, platform. I am by no means a fan of the uh, alt-right myself. Uh, I am no... I am not by any means an anti-Semite or a fan of anti-Semites or uh, you know race or racism or anything like that. But I do believe that those individuals should have have the right to be on YouTube and to create content. And I believe that the best way to, I guess, combat you know, racism or extremism, if you're into that sort of thing, is not necessarily to uh, shut down those channels, but give them their own space, and then, you know, do rebuttals, do point counterpoint videos, debate them, have them on a stream, whatever. That's kind of how I see them. But, um, you know, the best way for things to get hashed out is often for them to uh, be discussed rather than be censored. But I'll, I'll get to that here in uh, a bit. I don't want to jump the gun on my main point because it is only 10.19 and we still have a whole hour and a half to go. Uh, Holt belongs to a larger news organization, but Fisher is on his own. Without YouTube monetization, he is left to rely on licensing deals and Patreon subscriptions. Oh, boo-hoo, which only, which only bring in a few hundred dollars every few months. News organizations and documentaries will sometimes pay Fisher to use his raw footage, but he said this isn't a reliable source of income. Well, hey, uh, Fisher, you're doing a lot better than uh, a lot of conservative content creators out there. Even a lot of con you're doing a lot better than even a lot of conservative Jewish commentators too. You're doing better than PragerU and uh, Royal Loomer, that's for sure. <sighs> Continuing on, the only consistency he had was advertising on YouTube. Without it, he doesn't ha know what happens next. Good pal, welcome to the party. Now you know what everyone else is going through. You can reapply for advertising privileges if you're a new creator in 30 days. Fletcher uh, tells the words. That's not a, an appeal. They want me to go through my channel and delete stuff without explanation or context. That's not plausible for me to do. And I don't know if I want to. Much of the footage they would consider controversial has been used in the sphere of government politics and is historically important. Yeah, we get it. That is a pain in the ass, isn't it? 
it sucks when YouTube takes down your videos without any given context or anything. It sucks when they take down your videos and you don't want really to have a say of whether or not you can uh, get your platform back. That really does suck, doesn't it? I get it. I really do. My videos are uh, currently okay, but I mean, Nightwave Radio got demonetized from YouTube. So the Revenge of the Sis, and uh, you know, YouTube wants them to play their games of uh, you know, go through each one of your videos. Which, if you're, if you're anyone on YouTube. If you're a sizable channel, well, mine's even small, you know, for a YouTube channel, but I probably have, oh, probably, I know I've got a couple hundred videos, at the very least. Uh, I'm not saying that to be, uh, to be, uh, boastful either, I'm just saying I do have lots of content. It's uh, a bit of a pain in the ass to go through your videos, especially when they're not telling you uh, which ones you need to uh, censor and whatnot, or remove. So now, even this, uh, you know, Fisher guy, he's getting a little tiny taste of what you know, people on the right are going through, and he's not liking it at all. So, uh, yeah, this is, uh, I'm, I'm glad some of the lots is at least getting a taste of their own medicine. But even so, I want to I want to go to a uh, another article here that's linked that I thought I had in my uh, bookmarked, but um, apparently I didn't have bookmarked. So this is a uh, YouTube actual official blog post about what they're going to do to uh, remove quote-unquote hate speech. So, this comes from the YouTube blog. This is from Wednesday, June 5th, 2019, and it is titled, Our Ongoing Work to Tackle Hate. Over the past few years, we've been investing in the policies, resources, and products needed to live up to our responsibility and protect the YouTube community from harmful content. This work has focused on four pillars, removing violative content and raising up authoritative content, reducing the spread of borderline content and rewarding trusted creators. Thanks to these investments, 
videos that violate our policies are removed faster than ever, and users are seeing less borderline content and harmful misinformation. Harmful misinformation according to whom, though, YouTube, your viewpoint is completely subjective. What may be considered, uh, you know, violative content to you may just be considered edgy humor to uh, someone else. Uh, continuing on. As we do this, we're partnering closely with lawmakers and civil societies around the globe to limit the spread of of, uh, of violent extremist content online. So, does that content include Black Lives Matter or, uh, you know, Antifa? Because they've been somewhat violent, too. Uh... We review our policies on an ongoing basis to make sure we are drawing the line in the right place. In 2018 alone, we made more than 30 policy updates. One of the most complex and consistently evolving areas we deal with is hate speech. We've been taking a close look at our approach towards hateful content in consultation with dozens of experts in subjects like violent extremism, uh, supremacism, civil rights, and free speech. Based on those learnings, we are making several updates. Removing more hateful and supremacist content from YouTube. Uh, YouTube has always had rules of the world including a long-standing policy against hate speech in 2017. Against hate speech. Uh, in 2017, we introduced a tougher stance towards videos with supremacist content, including limitations and features like comments in the ability to share the video. This dramatically reduced video views, reduced views to these videos. On average, 80%. Okay, okay, so I've just got to play devil's advocate here. Who cares? Really? The video that these people are serving up is just, uh... You know, only like a certain percentage of people are watching their videos anyway they're not getting promoted by the uh, algorithm you guys have seen by you guys have seen the that but uh it's funny that you that you mentioned that you're uh you know clamping down on hate speech and you know people who are who are supremacists because you still have one Owen Benjamin on your platform. And, uh, you know, 
unfortunately, for a lot of us here on YouTube, who've actually been trying to call out Owen and whatnot on his bad behavior, you've banned us for reposting content of his. That's exactly what you did to Johnny Arcade. But, um, you know, you're not banning on himself. So, let's be fair. You're, uh, you're just picking and choosing who you want to, uh, you know, be up, really. So, continuing on with the article. Today we're taking another step in our hate speech policy by specifically prohibiting videos alleging that a group is superior in order to justify discrimination uh, segregation or exclusion based on qualities like age, gender, race, caste, religion, sexual orientation, or veteran status. So wait, if I criticize someone like Eric Nimmer for, uh, you know, stealing Bella of an actual, of an actual soldier, would, uh, would this be the same, I wonder? As me harassing Nimmer because I'm going after his uh, military status, and with these uh, with these YouTube tube rules too, I would also let me go be going after his uh, race, even though I've never really called it, even though I've never really said anything about that. But still, it begs the question of, uh, you know, where content is going to be going next. So, uh, let's continue on, shall we? This would include, for example, videos that glorify Nazi ideology, which is, uh, which is inherently discriminatory. Again, are you guys going to call it Black Lives Matter? Which is inherently like discriminatory against white people? Is that what you guys are going to be doing? Because that's not what I'm seeing here. Here. Uh, finally, we will remove content denying that well-documented events like the Holocaust or the shooting at Sand Hook took place. Okay, again, that's a direct shot over the bell at, at Alex Jones, who never actually said that Sand Hook never happened. All he was saying was that the government may use events, may manufacture events like Sandhook in the future to try and 
that gun can pull off in. Oh, continuing on. Uh, we recognize some of this content as values to researchers and NGOs looking to understand hate in order to comment. And we are exploring options to make it available to them in the future. And as always, context matters. So some videos could remain up because they discuss topics like pending legislation, aim to condemn or expose hate, or provide analysis of current events. We will begin uh, enforcing this updated policy today. However, it will take time for our systems to fully ramp up and we will gradually be expanding coverage over the next several months. So, woohoo! Uh, I may uh, who knows? At this rate, I may be off. I may be off. Um, you know, YouTube. Even though I'm, even though I'm Mr. Milktoast uh, here. Even I may be, even I may be too edgy for them. <sighs> okay, next one. Uh, reducing borderline content and raising up authoritative voices. In addition to removing videos that violate our policies, we also want to reduce the spread of content that comes right up to the line. In January, we plotted an update of our systems in the U.S., to limit recommendations of borderline content and harmful misinformation, such as promoting a phony miracle, cure for a serious illness, or claiming that the earth is flat. We're looking to bring this updated system to more countries by the end of 2019. Thanks to this change, the number of views in this type of content uh, gets from recommendation has dropped by over 50% uh, in the U.S. Our systems also are also getting smarter about what types of views should get this content, should get this treatment, I mean. and we'll be able to... Uh, apply it to even more borderline videos moving forward. As we do this, we'll also start raising up more uh, quote-unquote authoritative content and recommendations, building on the changes we made to the news la last year, for to the news last year. For example, if a user is watching a video that comes close to violating our policies, our systems may include videos from more authoritative news sources like top news channels in the watch next panel. Oh, that's encouraging. So YouTube 
gets to just, uh, you know, ambiguously decide who is uh, an authoritative content creator and who's not. And here's the kicker, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, continuing to reward trusted creators and enforce our monetization policies. Uh, finally, it is uh, critical that our monetization systems reward uh, trusted creators who add value to YouTube. We have long-standing advertiser-friendly guidelines that prohibit ads from running on videos that include hateful content, and we enforce these rigorously. And in order to protect our ecosystem of creators, advertisers, and viewers, we tightened our advertising criteria in 2017. In the case of hate speech, we are strengthening enforcement of our existing YouTube partner program policies. Channels that reportedly brush up against our speech policies will be suspended from the YouTube partner program, meaning that they can't run ads on their channel or use other features like monetization and super chat. The openness of YouTube's platform has helped creativity and access to information to thrive. It is our responsibility to protect that and to prevent our plat platform uh, from being used to incite hatred, harassment, discrimination, and violence. We are committed to uh, taking the steps needed to live up to this responsibility today, tomorrow, and the years to come. Sincerely, the YouTube team. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so... This is... Uh, where do I start with this one? Really, where do I start? Do I want to update system audio? Yeah, I do. Hopefully this won't kick me off the stream. And, uh, yeah, I'll install it later. Alright. Um. So. YouTube's languaging is simply put vague as fuck because they use right they tend to throw the term uh you know nazi around when it comes to hate speech they tend to throw around you know uh, flat Earth. When talking out types of content that won't be create, that won't be uh, tolerated. 
But notice that all of that is mainly pointed at like people who lean right. That's kind of the unspoken thing of what they're saying. People who hold views to the right are not allowed on the platform. They're not allowed to monetize. But my question is, what about content creators like Nightwave Radio or ROTC or who may be a little edgy at times but ultimately at the end of the day they satirize people on both sides of the aisle. They don't incite violence. They, uh, you know, they may roast people on their screens, but that's not necessarily the same thing as hate speech. At least not how I see it. So, where do they fall on YouTube's scale? Which category do they fall under? Because they're no longer monetized for right now on YouTube at least. Where does, uh, where does someone like Chuck, Boris, Locomotive Breath, who, uh, just simply writes song parodies. Where does he end up? I, I suppose he's, you know, inciting violence too. Somehow. So are you going to take a, you know, good-natured locomotive breath? Are you going to take are you going to take Chuck down? Or what about me? Right? I just do a show where I mainly analyze the news of the day or in my case news of the week like I'm doing here right now. This is my usual setup of, of, the, of the show, by the way. We talk about news and politics. Is just simply doing analysis and critique of current and having an opinion. Is that now frowned, frowned upon at YouTube? I believe it is. What if I'm criticizing someone who is violating your policies. What if I'm Johnny Arcade and I'm criticizing someone like Owen Benjamin who has very clearly violated your policies and incited violence and incited true hate speech. Are you going to ban Johnny Arcade? 
Oh. Wait, you guys did. Four weeks. And yet, you know, he was trying to help you guys out. So. Ah. Uh, so this, uh, this YouTube war is not going to, uh, you know, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, now, I'm going to take a little bit of a break, but before I do, I want to break down a video of, uh, Carlos Magra, the guy who started all this, uh, you know, nonsense. Right? People know that, uh, you know, people know by now that Carlos Maza is, uh, the guy responsible for a lot of the actions. He's getting some, uh, major pushback on YouTube and on the internet by pretty much anyone who's a content creator. Uh, big or small. So, uh, let me, uh, let me play this video by Mr. Carlos Maza himself. Mr. Milkshake. And uh, see what he has to say for himself. This is uh, clip number. Well, we only have one clip. So uh, let's let's see what he has to say to say for himself, huh? This is, uh, this is Carlos Maza. Alright, where did I put this? I've still got a whole bunch of... Oh, okay. Here it is. Uh, so here is Carlos Maza. Basically saying that YouTube's new, uh, advertising rules are really not all that bad. And, uh, that right-wingers are just freaking out. So, uh, clip number one, roll the tape. Search YouTube for videos about immigration, and eventually you'll find this. Mass immigration is not the rainbows and unicorns that our politicians portrayed as. It is, in fact, 
a tragedy. Search for videos about Islam and you'll find stuff like this. By its very nature, Islam is an intolerant, radical, extremist belief system. Search for feminism and yeah. News flash, everybody hates feminism. These videos are all products of what New York Times Magazine calls the YouTube right. A growing collection of right-wing vloggers, media operations, conspiracy theorists, and activists who built sizable followings on YouTube. They warn about mass immigration, decry political correctness, and mock out-of-control social justice warriors. Why am I can't look for this? They also represent... Because you are an out-of-control social social justice warrior, you freak. You're the one who started all this. So yeah, that's why you're on camera. Okay, what's wrong? What is wrong with my audio? Uh, Johnny Arcade is saying, like, fix your, fix your audio, homo. Hey, my audio is... Is my audio pe- Oh, I got it. My audio's- Is my audio peaking, or what? Johnny, did you just do the fix your volume meme? Okay. Or- Okay, that's my, uh... That's my fan. Let, let me let me turn. That's my computer's fan. Let me let me turn down the gain on this thing. Okay, is that better? Hmm. Static. Weird. Let me go back. Let me... Let me play the, uh... Okay, let, let me go... Let me go to break real quick and see what is going on. Okay, is uh is it any better is it any better now? Okay, I I turn my I turn my gains I turn my gain all the way down. Huh. It might I don't know why my mic is picking up my computer fan fan though. That is weird. Okay. 
This is this is this is what I need. I need a. Okay. Oh, okay. Is is this any better? I've got the, I've got the mic in my hands. This thing is heavy, too. Uh, thanks for derail. Okay. Yeah. Let me. Let me let me close down and. You put okay. No, it's no, it's not. It's not raining. Okay, yeah. Let me let me go to commercial break real quick, and uh, even though we don't have ads, let me let me go back to the splash screen and take a break and unplug and replug this thing. This is ridiculous. You guys should not be hearing my computer fan at all. Alright. Oh, uh... I'll be right back. I'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Apologies for the uh, crappy audio tonight. We'll, we'll be... We'll be right back.
Search YouTube for videos about immigration, and eventually you'll find no. this. Mass immigration is no, not no, the no. Okay, uh, and we're back. I'll get to you later in a sec, gay boy. But we should be back. And, uh, I figured out what my audio problem was. So, uh, Ecamm, the software I use, whenever, whenever there's a software update, for some reason, it wants to, uh, it wants to, uh, go back to, like, my default settings. So, I... Swear that I checked everything before the uh, the show, and uh, I got my mic setting all corrected and whatnot. Well, so here's what the problem was. It was uh, it was it was going through my computer speaker, which is running the software. Which is running the streaming software. It's running the Discord right now. So obviously, because I'm missing all of that, uh, I mean, if you if you listen very closely now, you can probably hear my computer fan in the background. But long story short, there's software running, which is why my computer fan is running, because that's how computers work. <sighs> Ecamm just decided to be gay and, uh, you know, switch my mic input from my nice uh, microphone, my professional microphone here, the Yeti, to the uh, internal microphone in my laptop, which is what Owen uses to stream, I bet. In fact, I not, I'm not betting. I, I know he uses his, his internal mic to uh, stream. So sorry, I, I kind of pulled a half Owen, and uh, I apologize. You guys do not deserve that. And, uh, I will clean up the audio for the, for the podcast. Well, Johnny, I, I, I didn't lose, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll clean up the, I, I'll clean up the audio in post. I can do that for the audio podcast. But guess what, Mr., Mr., uh, Whack Room Kid? After the after the program is done, we're uh, we're going into a live whack room on stream to talk about our favorite subject after the show. We're 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 doing the after we're doing the after show, probably. So, alright, anywho, uh, by the way, if you would like to donate, not that tonight's stream really deserves it, but, um, 
If you'd like to support the show, you can either support the show at paypal.me forward slash WhitfieldPod or streamlabs.com forward slash the Whitfield Report. Well, that's right. That's right, Johnny. I did go full, full boomer. I deserve that. You're right. Um. Right, right after, right after this one, Johnny. Probably like around eleven thirty. And 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 what are what are the boy what are the boyfriend do you have? Besides, besides, besides me. Are 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 you are you are you seeing? Are you are you seeing uh, El Jefe behind my back again? Is that is that what's going on here, Johnny? Uh, but um, anyway, speaking of uh, actual, um, uh, you eat age for brunch. That's how straight you are. Uh I'm I'm. I'm trying to come up with I'm trying to come up with like a witty rebuttal, but that's pretty good. Um by the way, speaking of straightness and whatnot, I see that uh Shady J is in here. Um I don't see any lady savages well critter Critter, I, oh yeah, I, I see Critter in here. By the way, let me, now that I've actually got good audio again, which, again, geez, I apologize. Let's see who we have. We have Critter, we have Napoli, we have uh, Al, Al uh, Caballo. We have Pygris, Alhafe, Cabalo, me. We had uh, Tia in, in here earlier. Um, okay, now I'm now I'm now I'm just scrolling through you guys, telling you about my crappy audio. Uh, we have Rob, we have Robbie don't care. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, we had Juice, uh, we had Juice Almighty. Okay, now, now I get why, I get, now I get why people are saying that it sounded like it was broadcasting from, from Bear Force One. Uh, um, Executee was in here earlier for the audio. Oh, Am- Am- Amethyst, wa- Amethyst was in here earlier. 
Sounds like Sam's got the Trump babes at work. Uh, well, I could, uh, no, uh, no Trump babes in here yet. And, uh, I mean, I don't know the way, the way things are looking in, uh, The way things are looking in 2020, I might have to go with uh, Tulsi. So, yeah, I, I, I know. <laughs> well, uh, well, see, I, I know, I know, I know that ga ga that Gabe's here, but, but see, the, th the thing it is, is Gabe, Gabe lives in my heart. Gabe is. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that Gabe is Jesus. But like, Gabe is like in third or fourth place in my heart. He's just there. He's he's he and Jolly are both my make up my dark side. So, um. Also, I've noticed that, that the moon isn't here tonight. Wonder why that is. And we got our first foul ball, too. Foul ball. <sighs> so, anyway. Where, where, where was I? Oh, yes. Carlos Maza. Shall we start that over from the beginning? So, here's the guy that, uh, that started this whole, uh, thing. This is, um, <laughs> this is, this is Carlos Maza, the one who, uh, you know, started this whole, uh, Vox adpocalypse. And, uh, he... He really is gay. I mean, if he were just homosexual, that would be fine, but he acts really gay. So, uh, let's continue, shall we? Search YouTube for videos about immigration, and eventually you'll find this. Mass immigration is not the rainbows and unicorns that our politicians portray it as. It is, in fact, a tragedy. Search for videos about Islam, and you'll find stuff like this. By its very nature, Islam is an intolerant, radical, extremist, 
belief system. Search for feminism. Amen. And Paul Joseph Watson. Yeah. News flash. Everybody hates feminism. These videos are it's all true. products of what New York Times Magazine calls the YouTube right. A growing collection of right-wing vloggers, media operations, conspiracy theorists, and activists who built sizable followings on YouTube. They warn about mass immigration, decry political correctness, and mock out-of-control social justice warriors. Why am I- Like you. That's why you're on screen. <coughs> Gay boy. Uh, excuse me. I don't think I've sneezed on air before. First time for everything. Uh, and that's how professional we are, too. camera for this. They also represent a fascinating challenge for YouTube. A company that wants to make money off of ads on cat videos. The prophecy is true. And now finds itself at the center of a huge debate. About okay, so it's 2019, Carlos. It's not 2005. The internet evolved from cat videos like 10 years ago. I mean, I don't, I don't want to beat him. I don't want to be. Anyway. Yeah. This guy's mole is just so unsettling anyway. Censorship and hate speech on the internet. Absolutely vital that we red pill the next generation. One of the YouTube rights' biggest success stories so far is Lauren Southern. She's an activist who went solo after making a name. One of the uh, one of the formerly uh, top Trump babes. I will say that herself on a conservative site called The Rebel, and her YouTube videos regularly get hundreds of thousands of views. I got involved in YouTube kind of during the gamergate anti-feminism phase of the internet. Since then, I've just been commenting on all the world's craziness. Southern's videos reflect a lot of the core ideas of- When are you gonna have kids, Lauren? Sorry, I, I just had to ask that. Don't know why. I just felt compelled to ask that. She criticizes political correctness, warns about the threat of refugees and immigration, and even made a whole video criticizing gay pride parades. If you ever want to spur some homophobia in reasonable people, just take them to a pride parade. So obviously- I mean, she's not wrong. That it that is a pretty good way, you know, to take a straight guy off. Just take them to the, uh... Just take them to the, uh, you know, most, like, effeminate gay parade ever and, like, force the, force the straight guy to, like, you know, watch gay dudes, like, dancing around in thongs and, you know, or whatever the, or whatever gay guys do at gay parades. Yeah. I wore my gayest possible outfit for the interview. So, Lauren. Why YouTube? For left-wing... Come on, you've got to be... I know that you've got gayer outfits than that, Carlos. You're not fooling anyone. 
you can get that in real life. You can get that in person. Your professors, your teachers, your newspapers, left-wingers don't need to go to the dark places of the internet oh, to God. find their opinions. Hey, dude, get an actual microphone instead of just the earbud microphone. As right-wingers do, YouTube has kind of become this outlet and this way to communicate with people you agree with. In Southern's view, YouTube is a great equalizer, a place where people can go to express far-right views without having to worry about being politically correct. It is time to talk about some- Yes, that is the beauty of the internet. And by the way, though, your, your definition of far-right is a little overreaching there, uh, gay boy inconvenient truths. And she's right. The beauty of YouTube is that there is basically no barrier to entry. All it takes today is having a regular cell phone and you can just film with that. Anyone can pick up that camera and make a video. Yeah, I guess anyone could do that, huh? Yep, any idiot. Yeah. That low barrier to entry. Ha! Huh? Even he admits that he's a bit of an idiot. If I ever interview Lauren Southern ask how old she was when she Oh, Johnny, I uh, uh, I'm a I'm a gentleman. I won't ask I won't ask her that during the interview. I may ask her after though. In person. means that YouTubers are free to say things that would be too taboo for even Fox News or talk radio. Talk radio is supposed to be super edgy. It was supposed to be the craziest opinions on earth. But now it's YouTube. You'll have people that are willing to touch topics that other people aren't. People that aren't worried about being kicked off a network. They'll just blurt it out and it's there on the internet. That might sound like an exciting free speech paradise for Southern, but it's created kind of a nightmare for- Hey dude. Hey dude. Work on your lisp. Stop lisping. Stop enforcing every, uh, you know, stereotype. YouTube. Because it turns out YouTube is a really good breeding ground for things like extremism. No offense, but fuck the Pope. Hate speech. They have less crime than other towns. Yeah, because there's less blacks. And conspiracy theories. Well, the left's been saying they're going to start killing all the conservatives. For one, it's a click-based market. So creators are incentivized to be as sensational and inflammatory as possible to get the attention of viewers. With normal vloggers, it's clickbaity thumbnails and headlines like, my Uber driver is in love with me? With right-wing YouTubers, it's videos like, the left and Islam unholy alliance. Or Hillary tied to bizarre occult spirit cooking ritual. Yeah, I'll click that. Independent vloggers also have zero obligation to fact check themselves, provide evidence, or face debate. Unlike- Yeah, you're not fact checking yourself either there, dude. You're just labeling everyone like far right without doing fact checking. Like, Lauren Southern is more of a libertarian. So it- I mean, Paul Joseph Watson is more libertarian. Gavin, Gavin McGinnis, while I don't like him, is, uh, is more of like an anarchist. Or, I guess he, he claims being. Now he's more like a madman type 
guy or a Michael Douglas impersonator. I don't know what he's doing these days. Uh. So it's about the Las Vegas shooting are conspiracy theories. This is from high level CIA right here. You know, I don't make sources up. YouTube also pushes people down ideological rabbit holes. The site is designed to show you more of what you just watched. So if you click on a Lauren Southern video about immigration, the next video that auto- You mean, so you mean YouTube is designed to push people down ideological rabbit holes? So meaning that if they watch lots of Vox videos, they're going to get Vox's ideology? Is that how that works, Carlos? Kind of figures. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I agree, Johnny. This is gay. So gay. Plays is about white genocide, and from there, it gets a lot worse. Normally, the check on this kind of garbage would be advertisers. Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh can be jerks all they want, but at the end of the day, their bosses have to worry about corporations freaking out and pulling their ads. But YouTube is different. Advertisers rarely know what videos their ads are going to show up on. For the most part, YouTube manages that relationship, assigning ads to videos and paying creators accordingly. So if Southern is getting money from a Wix ad playing before her video about the end of white people, she never even has to talk to them, and they likely don't know she exists. But that relationship between YouTube and creators is changing. In March this year, a group of 250 brands pulled back from YouTube after reports that their ads were appearing before extremist uh. content, including white supremacist videos. As a result, YouTube demonetized a ton of videos without much explanation. Political content creators, including ones who weren't peddling hate or conspiracy theories, were okay. affected by it. We were basically making okay. nothing I on YouTube. Existential threat to the show. And people freaked out. They I called it enough. the adpocalypse. 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 Most people that are in politics in general. I've I've had enough. So this guy is basically trying to infer that uh basically the uh you know, the adpocalypse is justified because right-wing YouTubers and Oh my god, we can't have that. We can't have that at all. But here's the thing. Let's say that they, uh... Let's just say that the, uh... That the ban-happy people get rid of all the evil conservatives out there. Do you really think that Google is going to just leave even some of like the moderate levels alone? No, they're not going to. They're not going to at all. So, uh, you know, mark my words, ladies and gentlemen. Today it's, uh... Today, maybe the conservatives who are in trouble. Tomorrow, though, it'll be the rest of, of YouTube. Even if you're saying something, uh, contra 
even just mildly, mildly milk toast, you'll be booted off their platform. That's just the way the, uh, that's just the way the left works. Uh, Al Kabbalah goes, Sam, uh, just tweeted you the NY Times article on, uh, you just tweeted me the article on the Vox Adpocalypse, okay, I'll go check that out then, thank you for, uh, Letting me know about that. Uh, I actually, Johnny, I I did kill a kill a, a bull with my with my bare hands. Actually, it was a uh, one time I was down in like. Spain with one of the uh, danger ladies and a, a bear or, or no a, a, a bull uh, tried to uh, you know tried to tried to want to run up at the uh, dangerette so naturally I just grabbed the bull by the horns quite literally and uh you know rip the horns out of the bull's head. So and that is the one time I literally grabbed the bull by the horn by the horns. So see I I can uh I can do improv. Yes, it, yes, it was, it was, it was a bull, it was a bull dyke, uh, Alcabal, you're, you're, you're absolutely correct. See, I can improv better than Ellen can, too. Granted, you guys are giving me some topics to, uh, discuss as well. But, uh... Sam got run down in the running of the bowls nine years ago. Oh, Johnny, that is wrong. No, I no, I, I didn't get I didn't get hit by a bowl a bowl alcohol. I I wish I did. That would be a much more epic story than what actually uh, happened to me. But uh. No, more like I've been run by, more like I've been run off by this uh, BS of the left. That's what I've been dealing with. So. Let me, uh, okay, let's. Bull, bulls are not as dangerous as bears are though I will I will say that yeah I was yeah I was born with good parking 
that's more like the reality. Alright, so let me pull up this uh, article with Mr. El Caballo. Uh, tweeted at me. By the way, you can follow me on Twitter. At Sam DC. If you're not already following me there. Well, I mean, all my socials are down in the... And the link, Jews Almighty wants to know, is that how you got the nick? No, no, that's, uh, that's just, you know, that's just because that's how I naturally am. That has not, that has nothing to do with bulls or bears or anything like that. So... Johnny Arcade, you will be happy to know I'm not wearing pants right now. So, mm. so uh, yeah. Well, I, I appreciate it. Okay, so this is, uh... So, I'm pulling up the link, uh... Okay, so I see the photo the alcohol included, but, uh... Is this an... Uh, is this... is? Did you send the article, or just the... Or just the screenshot? Oh, I... I, I see... Huh, this is hilarious, though. Uh, I mean, Vox Day is even in this. Alt-right pictorial. So, uh, it's, it's, it's fine, Al Caballo. Honestly, most of... Most of the streams now, especially that... At this time of night is just me like reminiscing with the chat because that's what I do. What what do you, what do you mean? What do you mean, Shady J? I I I ain't pole dancing. That thanks. Sammy do goatsy. Okay. So thank you to uh Al Caballo for this link. And ugh, can I just say that I hate the fact that 
but we have to uh, read from the New York Times, but I digress. I'll go ahead and read this anyway. So, headline from the New York Times. Uh, Caleb Kane was a college dropout looking for direction. He, uh, he turned to YouTube. Okay. By the way, the one thing I will say for the New York Times is they've got like a big, t they've got, they've got a big, uh, they've got a good pictorial thing going on, but uh, their animations on the website are pretty good. So Caleb Kane was a college dropout looking for direction. He turned to YouTube. Scroll down a bit. Soon, he was pulled into a far right universe, watching thousands of videos filled with conspiracy theories, misogyny, and racism. Uh, Making of a YouTube Radical by Kevin Roos. Oh, oh shoot, this is from today. I was brainwashed. What is this? This is trippy. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Uh, Martinsburg, West Virginia. Caleb Kane pulled a Glock pistol from his waistband, took out the magazine, and carefully and casually tossed both onto a kitchen counter. I bought it the day after I got death threats, he said. The threats, Mr. Kane explained came from right-wing trolls in response to a video he had posted on YouTube a few days earlier. In the video, he told a story of how, as a liberal college dropout is struggling to find his place in the world, he had gotten sucked into a vortex of far right-wing politics on YouTube. Ugh. No, I do not want to update job right now. Uh, Mr. Kane, 26, recently swore off the alt-right, nearly five years after discovering it, and has become a vocal critic of the movement. He is scarred by his experience of being radicalized by what he calls a decentralized cult of far-right YouTube personalities, who convinced him that, rest, that Western civilization was under threat from Muslim immigrants and cultural market Marxists. The innate IQ differences explain radical racial disparities in that feminism is a dangerous ideology, which it is. I just kept kept falling deeper and deeper into this, and it appealed to me because it made me feel a sense of 
Broughton, he said. I was brainwashed. Well, I mean, you start out, out as a lefty, so... You know, this guy reminds me an awful lot of Owen, actually. Except kind of in reverse. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, over years of reporting on internet, internet culture, I've heard countless versions of Mr. Kane's story. An aimless young man, usually white, frequently interested in video game, visits YouTube looking for direction or distraction and is seduced by a community of far right creators. Well, okay, that's not the the content creator's fault that these young men are struggling for meaning, though. You know whose fault that is? That's the fault of their parents. And of the education system. If, if, if you're looking for meaning... Off of a off of a YouTube video. That's your problem right there. The problem's not with YouTube. The problem's with you. Ba -ba -ba. Uh, some young men discover far right videos by accident, while others seek them out. Some travel all the way to neo Nazism, while others stop at mild or forms of bigotry. The common thread in many of these stories is that YouTube is YouTube and its recommendation algorithm. The software that determines which videos appear on user homepage is an inside the up next sidebar next to a video that is playing. The algorithm is responsible for more than 70% of the site. Well, okay, that okay, that that's still uh you know, people still that still that still doesn't doesn't mean crap in the long run. Uh people can still make their own decisions on what videos to watch. It's not like you click on one video and all of a sudden you uh get sucked in. You click on a video, then you click on on another video. I mean, you, you can't, you can change your algorithm. But a lot of these people don't know how to think. They just click on one video and because everyone has attention deficit disorder or whatever it is, people can't focus enough to get onto other topics. Uh, uh, the radicalization of young men is driven by a complex stew of emotional, economic, and political elements. Many have nothing to do with social media. Many having nothing to do with social media. 
But critics and independent researchers say YouTube has in inadvertently created a dangerous on-ramp to extremism by combining two things. A business model that rewards provocative videos with exposure and advertising videos and an algorithm that guides users down uh, personalized paths meant to keep them glued to their screens. So, I'm sorry, but what's the problem with that? That's how content creation works. You want pe people to view your content more and more and more so that they'll engage, so that you can make ad revenue off your content. It's, it's, it's almost as if the, the very idea of content creation to these people is a bad idea. Okay, now I love this part. There's a, there's a spectrum on YouTube between the calm section, the the Walter Cronkite, Carl Sagan part, and in Crazy Town, where the extreme stuff is, said Tristan Harris, a former design ethicist at Google, YouTube's parent company. If I'm YouTube and I'm wanting to watch more, I'm always going to steer you towards Crazy Town. Always? Again, that's this Google guy saying it, not me saying that. Yeah, it's just marketing. Syria's absolutely right. Marketing is the real culprit here. Oh, I, I've got to love this. I'm just a bill. I'd like to be a Jill, and I'm demanding bathroom access at will. I'm just a bill. Transgender schoolhouse rock parody. Stephen Kyle. Oh, so now parody. Even ones as cringy as Crowder's are bad, too. <sighs> In recent years, social media platforms have grappled with the growth of extremism on their services. Many platforms barred a handful of far-right influencers and conspir... Okay, ba ba ba. YouTube, whose rules prohibit hate speech and harassment, took a more laissez-faire approach to enforcement for years. This past week, the company announced that it was updating its policies to ban videos espousing neo-Nazism, white supremacy, and other bigoted views. The problem is, is, uh, basically, ladies and gentlemen, other than neo-Nazism, they're not really telling what the, uh, what those bigoted views are. Uh, the company also said it was changing its recommendation algorithm to reduce the spread of misinformation and conspiracy theories. With, uh, with 2 billion monthly active users uploading more than 500 hours of video every minute, YouTube's traffic is estimated to be the second highest 
of any website behind only google.com. According to the Pew Research Center, 94% of Americans aged 18 to 24 use YouTube, a higher percentage than for any other ser- service. Uh, like many Silicon Valley companies, YouTube is outwardly liberal in its corporate policies. Well, call me surprised. It sponsors floats at LGBT pride parades and celebrates diverse creators. And its chief executive endorsed Hillary Clinton in the 2016 presidential election. President Trump and other uh, social media networks and other conservatives have claimed that YouTube and other social media networks are biased against right-wing views and have used takedowns like those announced by YouTube on Wednesday as evidence for those claims. Uh, in reality, YouTube has been a godsend for hyperpartisans on all sides. It has allowed them to bypass traditional gatekeepers and broadcast their views to mainstream audience, and uh, helped once obscure commentators build lucrative media businesses. Oh, for heaven's sakes, the whore, the absolute whore, the idea that uh, an independent content creator could surpass the, the gatekeepers of, you know, corporate America and the intellectuals and, uh, you know, the liberal academia. How horrendous and gut-wrenching. Uh, Bill and Cat, uh, it has also been a useful recruiting to- tool for far-right extremist groups. Uh, Bill and Cat, an investigative news site, analyzed messages from far-right chat rooms and found that YouTube was cited as the most frequent cause of members. Uh, red pilling, an internet slang term for converting to far-right beliefs. A European research group, Vox Poll, not biased at all to the left, hint, hint, ladies and gentlemen, uh, conducted a separate analysis of nearly 30,000 Twitter accounts affiliated with the alt-right. It found that the, that the accounts linked to YouTube uh, more often than any other site. Uh, let's see. YouTube has been, a, has been able to fly under the radar because until recently no one thought of it as a place where radicalization was happening, said Becca Lewis, who studies online extremism for the nonprofit Data and Society. But it's where young people are gathering, are gathering their information and entertainment, and it's a space where creators are broadcasting political content that at times is overly is overtly white supremacist. Yeah, as if it's not as if there's never any like Black Lives Matter or, you know, black supremacy stuff or anything else on the platforms. No, it's all is all just white supremacist content. 
That's the only problem. But pff, these interviews and and data points form a picture of disillusioned young men, an internet savvy group of right-wing reactionaries and a powerful algorithm that learns to connect the two. It suggests that YouTube may have played a role in steering Mr. Kane and other young men like him towards the far-right fringes. It also suggests that in time, YouTube is capable of stirring them in very different directions. Again, if you're, uh, and now it shows this whole chart of, like, people on the left and the intellectual dark web. Okay, how, how, uh, jeez. How, how long is this article? Jeez. Ah, uh, this is going to take me a few hours to read. So, yeah, lo so, long story short, the general tenor of this article here uh, seems to be That you know white that you that white supremacy on YouTube is the only problem, and if we just get rid of it, everything will be fixed. That seems to be uh, that seems to be the general tenor of this article. Now, as I've said. Uh, all throughout tonight's program. The biggest problem here, ladies and gentlemen, is that YouTube's terms are so vague now that basically anyone who is even center-right, not far-right, but more center-right, can now be uh, deplatformed, and this is bad news if you're a small content creator. This is just uh, bad. Yeah, I am IBM planning statistics RRZ. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny, you're you're absolutely right. So, what is my uh, conclusion in this? Well, I want to uh, I want to do a wrap up segment here. Uh, basically, ladies and gentlemen, what I am saying, what I am saying is that we all need to be very aware that because YouTube's terms are so, uh, you know, vague, that no one, and I mean no one, is uh, safe. Even the small channels that, that do independent uh, 
con even the independent content creators are uh, in danger of losing their channels and uh, you know I mean John Arcade and yes I am reading your your comments and no I'm not going to do that uh, on air um, you know YouTube, if they keep censoring people, I I genuinely believe that they're going to, uh, you know, lose creators. The ones that don't get kicked off will just start to leave. Now, if for some reason my uh, show gets kicked from YouTube, what I'll, what I will do is I will uh, I'll simply go back to podcasting on audio. And, uh, you know, like I've always done. Believe me, I like YouTube, but if I lose my channel, I, I have enough of a base now that I think I could, you know, still maintain a decent audience with just audio. That's what I think. So, believe me, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I don't think my channel is going to get struck anytime soon. Hopefully, this uh, hopefully this wave of like, you know, bands, uh, you know, hopefully I'll be able to ride the storm. Hopefully, they won't, they won't fra flag me. But um, if they do in the future. I've got other outlets I can go to. So, uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you so very much for watching tonight's program. Uh, sorry about the audio quality, the, the shoddy audio quality program. Yeah, like I'm going to go to BitChute, Fat Kickboy. Um... Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, Johnny Arcade, what I have here's what I have to say to your comments about my audio. Okay, I did have screwed up audio in the beginning, but I fixed it. So if you wanna, if you wanna keep, uh, you know, if you wanna keep pissing on my audio quality, which is fixed now, Johnny Arcade, it's fixed. Here's my uh here. Here's what you can do with your uh, audio, uh, you know, comments after I fix them. Read between the lines here, buddy. Read them. So, um. Oh, Fat Kick Boy, we, we have a hundred, um. We're almost at 500? Good. Oh yeah, um yeah, Spurgs don't get wrenches. Like if you just spurg out about getting a about like wanting a wrench, you're not gonna get a wrench on this channel the channel. But I I tr I trust the mod squad here. So not everyone's gonna get a get a wrench. 
But the people who have wrenches, I trust. So, thank you, Boyard. And thanks to all of you who uh, tuned in. I'll probably be... Uh, I'll probably be alive tomorrow. Uh, at some point. Although, since today technically is Sunday, I guess I'll be alive later today. At any rate, I want to thank you for uh, tuning in. Good night, God bless, God save this great nation, and I will see you on the next uh, Whitfield Report. God bless, God save this great nation, and God freedom legacy in that order. 07 to you all.